How are you? Hi, I'm good. Welcome, one and all, to the Malarkey Podcast. Once again, quarantine. Yes. we back, even though we never left. We never left. We have, we have literally never left. I, in fact, I no. left my house in the last... No, we're literally just chained to a wall here, just recording until the end of time. Actually, we're we never leave. Eric, Eric, but Eric, we're going to do that Saturday, so don't be, don't be trash-talking too much about being chained to a wall, just recording, because... I, I have that on. Oh on, yeah, that's true. Uh, I have that on my schedule for Saturday. Being serious, we're just gonna sit down on Saturday and not stop recording episodes. So stay tuned. I like. I like. How we sound yeah. like we're like really hate this podcast. I, it's like my favorite thing to do, but we're like, God, yeah, no, I really I, enjoy doing it. But going have to record all day. <sighs> well, we love you guys. In any case. Eric, we're going to be going over an episode today. You came up with it a little a while back when we were uh, talking about ideas for the podcast. And basically, it's going to be fears we had when we were younger versus fears we now have. Oh, yeah. Is this during that dark age when you withheld my paycheck from me until I came up with more ideas? <laughs> Eric, you silly. I still haven't given you your paycheck. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Hey, the longer you wait, the more money I amass. So yeah, I mean, I guess that's true. Unless I just decide not give it to you at all. Don't open any suspicious packages. Shake them vigorously, and if they say not bees, then open them after shaking vigorously. <laughs> Eric, Eric, I like how we're just our listeners are just listening to us. Our like friendship fall apart on on uh, on recording. It's like, what if I don't give you your money? You're like, then I quit the podcast. <laughs> well, then I quit. Well, you good. Go. <laughs> we're like slowly falling apart. All right. All right. So we're going to basically go over some fears we had as kids, and then we're going to have fears we have now. And yeah. clearly now, in more recent times, there are some, some pressing concerns in global news. Yeah. Uh, Pandemic-wise. But instead of going over what we're afraid of now, we're going to go over what we were afraid of when we were younger. So oh, yeah. so I, I'm going to go over some basic ones that we were all afraid of, and then you can maybe give me a specific one you were afraid of when you were younger. Because I think okay. all kids, and I included, all were very, very, very deathly afraid of quicksand. Because I was. Were you? That's one of my biggest fears because it had a lot to do with we would always just watch TV. And in every cartoon, quicksand was like this major obstacle you encountered no matter where you were. Yeah, like you'd be in the middle of like downtown Detroit and all of a sudden you'd be like, oh, hold on there. There's some quicksand on the ground. It's like you do like, like I, you only find it in like I, the Amazon jungle and the African like, yeah. savannah. But I mean, I kid you not. I researched this like, you know, OK, if you're getting quicksand, you got to like lift your legs up and float on the top. Sir, I, I, I was dead. I, I thought I was actually going to come in contact with it at some point. I did, too. Yeah. Uh, I think number two, and I don't know, this might have been just being me, but I think I, um, I was very interested in like natural disasters when I was younger. That might have been spawned from uh, the I Survived book series. Mm-hmm. Do you remember those? Yeah, I do. Everyone, I remember everyone would read them in the after multiple times as they're like choice novels in class. I remember reading one specifically multiple times. Which one? Uh, the New Jersey Shark Attacks in the yes! Yes, the shark one. I was I, in my head. I was hoping. I was like, he's gonna say the shark one. I want to say the shark one. The shark one's mine. The shark one was the best. The shark one was the best. But uh, but it, more specific. Yeah, sharks were pretty. I I read that book a lot because like the dude sharks are scary even now though. I mean, I know yeah. 
they're misunderstood, but they can still kill you. That's they always can still kill you for sure, for sure. They can but still kill. In regards to the other I Survive series, they all pertain to most likely uh, uh, natural disasters. I, for one, was very freaked out about tsunamis. I thought, like, I wasn't never freaked out about those that. in the I U.S. Say it again. I said you would. You'll never encounter those in the U.S. Or at least no. that's where we live. It's just, it's just, well, it's just wacky because, like, um, I, I don't think I was ever scared of them. I was just kind of fascinated by them. And, oh, like, yeah, um, me too. Like, I used to, and this is this is going to be really dorky and off topic, but, you know, like, you used to be able to download mods in Minecraft. Yeah. One time I tried to download a Tsunami mod in Minecraft and it failed. I think I got a virus. Oh, fine. <laughs> mm. Not sketchy. Eric, Eric, moving on, were you ever afraid of the doctor's office when you were younger? Afraid? No. Not I, didn't, a lot. I didn't enjoy going, but I was never afraid to go to the doctor. All right, and then side note, are you afraid of shots? Getting shots? Yes, I did not. That was not a very fun experience. I'm still, like, I get over it, and it's fine, but I'm still, I don't, I'm, I'm wary of shots even now. Yeah, no, afterwards, I'm like, oh, that doesn't, wasn't that bad, I'm fine, I guess. But beforehand, I'm like, is that cyanide you got in there, pal? Yeah, and it always, it always. Okay, here, here's two things for me. One, I remember one time I had to get my sports physical shots or whatever in like six. Yeah, I had. Yeah, and uh, they gave me and like the two that really hurt were like the tennis and the meningitis ones. Yeah, those were like the super ones that like left bruises on your arms. Yeah, I remember getting tetanus. But I remember though, I got the tennis and meningitis one, and they were actually pretty nice. Like they put, like they, like they put in the shot really fast and quick, and I was like, that's actually not that bad. It hurt, but like you did it fast. I like the doctors who put it in fast, not like I know there's one who's like in an effort to make you feel better. It's like I'm gonna like do it super slowly so you don't you know freak out or whatever. It hurts worse, that, that yeah, hurts longer. Exactly, it hurts way more. All right, do you want to move on? Yeah, Just no, move. I remember getting my vaccine. I had to get a ton of vaccines. I had to get the MMR vaccine. I had to get meningitis. Yeah. Tetanus, and HPV. Yes. It's a, it's a, it, the four are just annoying as heck. Yeah. The four is a little too much. And then I have to go back for, uh, no, I don't have to go back for another HPV. I already got my second HPV, but I have to go back for another tetanus. Pretty soon. Relatively soon. Yeah. It's wild. Um, when you were younger, were you ever a afraid of monsters under your bed or monsters in your closet? No. I was not afraid afraid of of stuff. I was afraid of, you know, getting attacked by demons in the night. Demons, really? Typically, demons. You know what I mean. Just yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Just normal six, six-year-old things. Six-year-old stuff. Yeah, yeah, normal stuff. Uh, I. This is gonna be real weird, Eric. And you're gonna. People are gonna either make fun of me for this because this is a, this is a real this is a real confession of a fear of mine when I was younger. Okay. Okay. Uh, I was afraid of, and this is a true act. Uh, I was afraid of the bulldog from Tom and Jerry. <laughs> yeah i'm afraid of the bulldogs from tom and jerry that that thing creeped me out why i don't know it's just it's a weird it's a it was a weird looking bulldog and he was threatening and menacing and i'm i was freaked out about him it was weird yeah and then and then another personal confession of when i was younger what i was scared of was um and it's kind of funny because i've grown to love them which is a, an interesting thing about fears and you sometimes grow to actually enjoy the things that you fear mm-hmm uh, you know those old 1920s cartoons? Yeah. Like the rubber hose, like, style, where they're all kind of, like, bopping at the same time, and it's, like, jazz music in the background? Yeah. 
like the one that Cuphead was designed after. Mm-hmm. Of course, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. I used to be deathly afraid of those things because they're just they're, they are in, admittedly very creepy to look at, right? In black and white, yeah, no, no, they have a really creepy like art style, and they have some, sometimes they have some weird topics. Yeah, it's it's a whole it's this whole genre is weird, but now I love it, dude. It's like a fascinating to watch in like these old cartoons. Like I even have a shirt with a uh, Felix the Cat on it, so it's I, I've grown to like that, which is an interesting thing about fears is sometimes growing mm-hmm. into like them. Moving on to the fears we have now, though. Eric, would you like to bring up any, or should I just kind of list them off a little okay. bit? One, one big fear that I have, I had when I was a kid, and I still have now, is the idea of a parasite mm. or some sort of like worm or something. Okay, like a t- it's, it's not like oh. a bacteria or a virus, but a sentient being inside of me oh. is just creeps me out. Really? Like so? Yeah. So I guess that science. I have sub uh, topic go over like worms that call inside or whatever. Yeah, no yeah. science. It was it no for biology. It was fascinating, and I actually thought it was really interesting. Same time, I was like, Ooh. like yeah. guinea worms. You know the ones that you get from the water, and they like come out your foot at like three feet long, and it's like burning pain. Yeah, that creeps me out. And there's this one. Uh, and this is gonna sound really gross to both you and our not less to you. Yes, but to viewers specifically because we do have a younger demographic. Listeners, be warned. It's a fish. It's not a parasite. It's a fish that lives in the Amazon River. This is a huge fear of mine. I know where this and is going. Why it lives in the Amazon River and it when it infects you, if you are peeing in the river, it will swim up your urethra and shoot jabs out and shoot like spikes or pins in, so you can't pee it out. And then it just feeds off your nutrients. That is the most horrifying thing ever. And I will never be going to the Amazon rainforest anytime soon. I'm also really afraid of cockroaches. Yo, I had this on my list. Oh, my God. And specifically cockroaches gra- going into my ear at night. Because I know that happens to people. That happens to people? <laughs> no, you go ask your doctor. They would say it's more common than you would think. No way. Bug Bugs in your ear? I mean, I know bugs in your ear, but I didn't think cockroaches, like, sentiently want to be like, aha, there's our next bit. No, they don't sentiently want to, but they get in there. That's weird. And I'm now... And they can't back up. Like, have you ever seen a cockroach back up? Because they can't. You know how they always just walk in, like, a circle? They, they turn around. They don't back up. They can't back up. So you have to go to the ER because they can't back up. So they just keep going. That's awful. Oh. I know. Well... Well, now you've just scarred me for a life. I was just scared of cockroaches, period, because this is this is my experience with cockroaches. The only experience I've, like, well, the only active, like, close-up experience I've ever had with cockroaches will be, like, every, like, very, very rarely, which is why they're so scary, is you'll be, like, walking into the, your bathroom in the middle of the night to, like, use the bathroom or get some water or something, and you'll turn on the light, and they'll be there, and you'll be like, oh, and, and it just scares the crap out of you. It's, ne- it's never happened to me like that. I've always just walked into my room and there's just one on the wall from the distance and I'm like, so we meet again. But then they scuttle off and it's the creepiest thing because you can't find them again. The scary part isn't seeing them, it's losing them. Yeah, exactly. That's, That's the, the same scary thing part. with spiders though at this point. Yeah, spiders. Well, there are some spiders that can actually, like cockroaches, they look gross, but they're pretty harmless. Yeah. Unless they call the air. You know, poison or inject you with venom. I'm sorry to get all technical on you. Yeah, but they can inject you with venom. Okay, so uh, <laughs> we've got on a, a long tangent about cockroaches. That was a wild tangent. They're uh, a big fish. Cockroaches. Yeah. 
still then and now, huh? Yes, then and now. All right, so us now, but still now. On to on to a more. They hurt me. Like that, I'm actually scared of them. Yeah, on to a more prevalent or uh, uh, present uh, worry that we have is always a schoolwork. Now, I don't know if you've ever had these kind of dreams or, like, panic attacks where you'll be, like, almost about to fall asleep, and then your mind will be like, hey, you didn't do that English assignment, and then you get that panic. Yeah. It's, that's, that's one of my worst feelings. Like, I've done plenty of assignments at, like, 12 o'clock in the, at night, or 12 o'clock in the morning, I guess, because I just remembered it. Yeah. It's, it's really scary. And and especially uh, especially sometimes uh, one of the I don't know this this maybe this is just me uh, and and my experience with teachers, but like um, when teachers like actively confront you that you didn't turn something in, especially uh, especially <clears throat> one of our <clears throat> teachers who teaches in the gym. <clears throat> oh yeah, yes. <clears throat> she actively confronted me that I had. In this assignment, and, I knew and it's I not like, oh, I'm scared of actively getting confronted in front of the class. It's scared that I'm or, 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 actively getting confronted. It's a sp- specifically in front of the class too. Is it in front of the class? I don't like no, being alone. Because remember, yeah, she's multiple multiple times confronted you and other kids of missing assignments in just in front of everyone else. Yeah, but that doesn't freak me I out was as like, much. Well, I was like, well, uh, at least just have a little bit of dignity and email them or tell them after class. Well, actually, I would argue, Eric, I don't mind being in front of the class because the class is also kind of laughing and being like, huh, what, what is this crazy lady talking about? Yeah. Whereas when you're just uh, alone. I, I mean, I, for some reason, I had this par- – that, that's the biggest phobia. Since we're talking about fear, that's the biggest fear of people is the fear of missing out is what they say. Yeah, the FOMO. But, like, that's the biggest fear. Is like I had this weird fear that people just hate me for some reason. Yeah, but now if I think about it, they're gonna side with me over a teacher because I'm one of them. I'm part of the cool kids club. Exactly. I am one of the clan. I am one of you. <laughs> think about no. Think about it like this. Here's an episode idea. If kids were to start a revolution at a school, there there's like twenty kids for every one teacher. Exactly. So we could very easily do it. I mean, I'm not saying we should, but I'm saying because I know it, a couple of our teachers listen to this, but but you know, we we could just know we could. No, we could keep that in mind. <laughs> We're watching you. Uh, another fear, I guess. I don't. Know, I think a lot of things nowadays. I, I, as I'm looking at my list, I don't think there are fears so much as they are anxieties. Like right. I think fears transgress transgress from when we were kids to being active. Fears. You want to know the effect high school has had on me since we're talking about anxiety? Well, I hold on, Eric. hold on. Any of this work? But ever, especially since getting to high school, I have now escalated to a level where I need to take over the counter anxiety medication. Oh, Eric, no. That's what high school does, dude. Like, that was literally a thing that people were saying there on uh, on a lot of platforms. They were like, when uh, school getting canceled for a pandemic, it, it breaks down, like, anxiety levels in kids. That's when you get the school system. And, uh, yeah, that's when you know there's something going on with the education system. Yeah, it's rough, dude. But I think, I think as I think fears as kids kind of transgress into just general anxieties as uh, older kids and as into adulthood which is an interesting concept to think about because like they don't, they're not active fears anymore. They're just kind of lingering doubts and anxieties. Yeah. Which is an interesting premise. So like, you know, I have on my list, I have, you know, college growing up, that kind of stuff. I don't think that's a really, of course the fear, you know, go actually becoming an adult. Well, that freaks me out, dude. And I really, I do genuinely, it does genuinely freak me out that I'm like, 
because we're we're 15 i mean i'll turn 16 this year so there's like three years until you're an adult until you literally have to just go out and for the rest of your life exactly which is a wild which is a wild wild premise to think about i mean it's scary but at the same time it's kind of exciting it's exciting as heck i'm ready you know you get your own freedoms and responsibilities but I'm at the same time, you get your own freedoms and responsibilities. So exactly, there's it's kind of a double-edged sword, really. Yeah, I know. Um, it, but yeah. but yeah, it's, it's just an interesting thing to think about that those maybe those aren't uh, fear so much as they are just kind of lingering. I think it's I probably it's probably pretty much doubt, wouldn't you think? Yeah, like it's the doubt of like not knowing because once you know and you're settled in, then you're like, all right, it's not it's not as worrisome anymore. Yeah, no. One of my biggest fears is I know I'm a decent person when it comes to grade. Biggest fears is not college, because I know the stigma surrounding not going to college versus going to college yeah. makes a huge difference. No, yeah, but I, I mean, you're you're you work hard though. Like it's not like it's not like we don't work hard. I think that's the difference. Mm-hmm. I think because like people who who are actively working against themselves <laughs> might be have a harder time getting into college. But I mean, I think if you genuinely put in all the effort you need. And you still look in, then that's fine. That's that's just totally fine. Yeah, and 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 in in that sense, because there's a lot of kids who just like are really smart kids, but like a maybe aren't great test takers. That's me. I literally have test anxiety. I have severe test anxiety, and I do great in a classroom, but sometimes I'll just bomb tests. No, exactly. So so like I mean, I heard a lot of colleges. Not I will a. I heard a lot of colleges this semester aren't taking SAT grades because a lot of kids couldn't take SATs because of the coronavirus. But also, a lot of colleges are thinking about just not taking SATs altogether or just looking at essays and just... Because it's not, it's not just a test. It's a standardized test. Yeah. And no one likes those. But, like, that's why... So, you know how, like... I, I'm pretty bad at English. I know you're really good at English. But for this, yeah. for this past exam, instead of taking a test, she was like, all right, you guys, you can, you're writing an essay over the course of, like, two weeks. That yes. I, I, I usually do, like, I get, like, Bs on the English exams. And then I got, like, an A. Because yeah. I wasn't taking a test. I had two weeks to work it out. Oh, totally. I wasn't yeah. taking a two-hour standardized test. Yeah. So it was a lot easier. Standardized tests are rough things in the first place. And the fact that they, they cause so much anxiety is also really a, a whack thing that we decide that this should this is great for high school kids at the most stressful point of their life when everything matters to get into college. They're like, let's throw some more nervousness on top. Oh, yeah. And the, and the teachers and the, the, some, some of the college counselors don't help either. Do they? Because they're like, everything matters. You need good grades to get into college. When in reality, there are colleges out there where you can get in with a 2.0 GPA. Literally. Which no. I, I don't know about you, but I personally have quite a bit higher than that. Exactly, though. But I, I think my college counselor, I think the, I think for me, and we can talk about this literally at length. I didn't realize this This is such a, a compelling topic for me and you to talk about, but I love talking yeah. about it. Um, my college counselor, the people we've been talking about with, because I want to go to school for something like journalism, writing of some sort, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get a little nervous because sometimes I feel like this college counselor sees so many kids. She's not really pinpointing my specific like thing. I'm like, I want to do journalism. She's like, great. All these honor classes, you just do them. And I'm like, but I thought I was supposed to be like focusing on one thing so I can get in for that one thing. Really? But- you got that feel from her because when I went in for my four-year plan sort of setup. She was really helpful because I wanted when I get into college, I want to do something with like biology because I had the, biology is the first class I really felt like I'm doing really well in since sixth grade. Yeah, or since seventh grade in social studies. For sure. 
but biology is the first class I feel like I really excelled in. So I want to do something because I think I think I'm starting to decide. I think I want to do something scientifically related, but and with a, a biology degree. And when I went in there, she was she helped me like get all my classes set up. And like my dad was like, "You need to do weightlifting in sophomore year." And I'm like, "Well, fine, like that." And yeah. then the professor was like, no, 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 that won't help. Take marine science. I was like, oh, okay. No, for sure, though. Like, and I think that's great. And I've, I've kind of almost taken it upon myself because I, the lady was trying to, like, hint to, like, push me towards all this other stuff. Like, I think she was trying to, instead of swivel me towards, like, a more writing side, she was just trying to swivel me towards just an overall liberal arts type uh, yeah. classes. And I don't blame her for that because that's kind of like, probably the broader thing that she wants me to Well, do. also liberal arts is, like, a pretty uh, everything bro- other than well li- basically there are two different kinds of colleges there are liberal liberal arts and then there are not liberal arts yeah and basically the not liberal arts are just stem science technology engineering and math exactly so 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 i can see where her eye her, her idea was but at the yeah. same time i feel like it's an interesting that i've taken the initiative to be like all right so i kind of i kind of mapped it out with her but i was kind of like hinting towards what i wanted to do so i was like all right here i'm going to take this literature class this language class and then probably you know um what's it called so senior year when I can take some electives, I'll take like an elective for writing or something like that. Yeah. So it's, so it's an interesting thing, but I think, uh, cause we've totally swiveled away from fears and we've just been talking about classes, but I think to, to, to bring it right back to the topic at, at the end, um, I think fearing for, for any high schoolers listening, fearing what's going to happen or having like a, a nervous anxiety about what's happening or what's going to happen in your future or whatever, as long as you're just working as hard as you can and then you feel that you're on the path and meant to be on, I think. Uh, I think yeah. you're. I think you should be. You, you don't have to worry about that because you're gonna probably be great. Probably. Probably. I, don't know. <laughs> I, I I wouldn't bet on me and Eric, but like you know, no, you, you, no. you, you, you guys will be fine. <laughs> All right. Much, we're gonna fail. You're probably gonna succeed. Yeah. Exactly. If, if no, actually, you know what? We'll we'll I'll, I'll do one better. Eric. I'll, I'll set the standard. If we can do stuff, if we can succeed, then you, you guys are going to be fine. Oh, yeah. No, if yeah. we can succeed, you will all be very fun. All right. Thank you for listening to the Malarkey Podcast. I know we kind of rambled a bit, but I hope you appreciate it. Thank you for listening. You can listen to us on Podbean, Google Podcast, Breaker, Apple Podcasts, blah, Copy RSS, Spotify, Video Public, or where anywhere else podcasts are broadcasting. Thank you, everybody. We will see you next time.